Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. Alvian, when I was thinking about this episode, it didn't occur to me, but it does now, that the the title of it should have been, And Baby Makes Three. <laughs> <laughs> Our topic, if you haven't guessed it, <laughs> audience, is uh, uh, about uh, when you make the decision to bring another life into your relationship. Sometimes that is a decision that you make consciously. Right. We'd like to think that most of the time it's a decision that you make consciously. That's a good way to begin. Mm-hmm. But but the truth is it, it doesn't... Always happen that way. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes... It's a surprise. It's a surprise. <laughs> and, and then there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that sometimes happens is that um, the partners, particularly when it's a surprise, may not be on the same page. About the surprise, right? Yeah. So there are a couple of different issues that we want to talk about today. One is um, how do you make sure that you're both on the same page when you're making the conscious decision to bring uh, a baby a baby into the world? Mm-hmm. And it's not always the case that people reveal how they really feel. Um, and then the related question, what do you do if it's a surprise? Um, and I think they, they devolve to the same point, but, but let me just tease sure. it out just Absolutely. a little bit because I Please really want to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, I'm thinking of one particular situation where a, a couple wanted to have a baby. Um, they, they couldn't naturally, um, and so they were... Uh, resorting to um, artificial insemination, mm-hmm. a, a long, elaborate, difficult process. process. Mm-hmm. It would be no different if we were talking about adoption in some ways. Absolutely. It would be, you know, the, um, or even natural childbirth. But um, one partner really wanted the child. The other partner said and behaved as if they were entirely supportive, but in fact, we're not. and everyone around them knew this, mm. th- they really didn't. Um, they were doing this for their partner. Mm. And you could see that there was a, maybe not a train wreck, but mm. a train derailment coming you know, down the road. There was going to be a point where this was going to come out. Absolutely. And it wasn't going to be pretty. I, I'm, I'm guessing that you might have run across this. <laughs> and you know what's so sad about it is that there's some things in life that don't have a redo and a turnaround option. So having children happens to be one of those things. And I don't know that anybody is 100% prepared to be a parent. I can I can totally agree that people could be a can hundred percent want to be a parent, but I don't think that any of us who are parents were a hundred percent prepared for everything parenting was going to come with. So there's no perfect time to become a parent. As we are ever evolving creatures, we are ever learning and discovering things about ourselves and who we were a year ago may be very different than who we are next year and with all kinds of precipitating events and the list goes on and on. So I, I just don't think that there's a perfect time to have a kid. Um, but I will say that you need to be pretty sure you're ready to have a child. 
Because once you bring a life into the world, you don't get to decide then that, oops, I'm sorry, you were not part of my real plan. Can I change my mind? There's no return on having a child. So I think that there's an honesty and a candor, uncomfortable though it may be. And unfortunately, in some situations, it may actually be the reason the relationship ends. Because for for some people, being a parent is so fundamental to who they want to be as humans that it's non-negotiable. And for somebody else, it's kind of optional. And then for someone else, it's not even something they really desire. So what happens when you fall in love, something that is absolutely essential to you is something that is either optional or not even desired by your partner. And you're totally in love with this person. And this is who you want to have a kid with. But this person doesn't, they love you immensely, but they don't necessarily want to be a parent. And I have not seen good things come from that, Mm -hmm. generally speaking. I have not. There have been some, there have been a couple of slight exceptions. And in those slight exceptions, you had a parent who, in this case, it was a woman who really wanted to be a mom, um, husband, very wealthy, um, traveled a lot, was not actively at home a lot. So her being a mom didn't end up interfering too much in his world. They were able to afford support. So he didn't have to do a lot, do any more than he really wanted to do. And when you have that scenario, the kids still feel very loved. The mom is still thrilled. She has the babies she wanted and they seem to be fine currently, but the children are still small. I don't know what'll happen later, but in most situations, you're not talking about that kind of affluence, that kind of flexibility, those kinds of schedules. Parenting is a full-time job for both parties in a lot of ways. And if you don't want it, it can really be destructive, not only for you as a couple, but it can be destructive for the kids as well. So I think that it requires some real honesty and willingness, quite frankly, to let the person you love go so that you can have the family that you really want with someone who wants to have a family rather than to force a family on someone who doesn't want to be a parent. Yeah. And and there certainly are instances where you see um, someone that thinks that the, the bringing a child into the equation of the relationship and creating the triangle will strengthen the relationship. Yeah. Um, and indeed it can if you already have that strong bond. But if the idea of bringing the child in is a way to strengthen the relationship or save it, bad idea. Really bad idea. Never works. Mm -hmm. Um, And yet... Makeup babies and and relationships... People do it. (laughs) And salvation babies are not a good idea. Right. So for me, the question is always, whose welfare is paramount. And I think if you focus first and foremost on the responsibility you have as a parent to your child and place their welfare first and let that be the guide for having a child, not having a child. I agree. You're going to be on pretty good ground. I mean, there are a lot of things about parenting that, that we have to learn as we go. I, I had a professor 
in childhood psych who used to say parenthood was the last of the unskilled occupations. <laughs> and there's some truth to that. <laughs> and they come with no instructions. You That's don't right. need a degree or a license. <laughs> yeah, uh, people have mused that we, that the barrier to entry should be raised because it's just too easy. I and, totally concur. And, yeah, um, and there are times when I have a tendency to agree with that prospect mm -hmm. that um, unfortunately we should be um, wiser and more emotionally mature when we make that decision than typically we are. Um, you know, we're early in our lives and earlier in our understanding of ourselves and each other. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're presented with this new, ch this new sometimes th wonderful miracle and sometimes also a whole set of new challenges, challenges that right. that can get in the way of the thing that um, was our relationship. Mm -hmm. Because our relationship is never going to be the same. Oh, absolutely not. And it's a one-way street. When you become a parent, there's the, it is absolutely a one-way street. So we're not ever going to be who we were before we had this child. So we have to be prepared for the fact that we are going down this road, like it or not, into this this whole new frontier that comes with all kinds of wonderful, unique challenges that cause us to examine ourselves and each other a million different times during the course of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I used to think, what's funny is that I used to think that people were selfish that didn't want to have kids. I used to honestly think that until I became a parent and realize that I personally, and I love being a parent, I'm one of those people who would not have been happy if I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And But I'm married to a man who also would not have been happy if he wasn't a parent. And it wouldn't have mattered whether we gave birth to our natural children, because we have both natural children and adopted children. So it wouldn't have mattered how we became parents. But we both love being parents. So we match in terms of our value system. Right. But I recognize now that someone who does not want to have a child, there's nothing selfish about that. And there's something very beautiful about you knowing that about yourself, mm -hmm. such that you do not bring a child into the world and then decide that you really didn't want to have a child. So now I have a different appreciation for people who are just honestly say, I'm not, I'm not really wired to be a parent. I want to live my life in a way that is not, it would not be fair to my child for me to continue to be who I plan to continue to be and then to bring them to the world and ask them to fit into that. Yeah. Because really, once you become a parent, in a lot of ways, you build your world around your kids. Oh, absolutely. And you have to be okay with that. And kids can feel resentment. Mm -hmm. They are some of the most intuitive creatures you will ever meet. So there's no, it, it doesn't even, it, they're not even the kinds of human beings, the kinds of creatures that you can pretend something and then not know it. They can feel it even when you don't say it. You know, I have uh, some friends who uh, don't have children of their own. And I think what they did, uh, they love children. And uh, uh, they found a, for them the perfect uh, medium, the, they became the adopted parents, adopted grandparents um, of another family. They, they literally, from the very earliest age, um, did things together, these two families, and they became the surrogate. I love that. Um, parents. I love that. 
and surrogate grandparents over time and and have the best of all possible worlds. I love that. And it's actually benefited in both directions because mm-hmm. the, the natural parents of, of um, these children, um, as they were getting older, had another team of parents <laughs> <laughs> they could kind of invoke Everybody and bring in you know, when, when they needed a break, when they, you know. Uh, and, I love that. Yeah. It was fan- watching this dynamic is amazing, mm-hmm. um, and it it's really worked. It's it's allowed this couple who couldn't have children of their own to have all, really much of the the joy and benefit of being parents, um, and and it allowed the as I said the the natural parents of these children to have. Um, you know, an, an, another a set of adult um, faculties to lean on in raising their children. There were other people that they could share this responsibility with. I think this idea of nuclear families where you have grandparents who are living with parents, you have an extended cousins, mm-hmm. aunts, uncles, mm-hmm. and and to quote the old saying, you know, it takes a village to, to raise, raise a child. child. Yeah. Yeah. To have that that network is a wonderful thing. Yeah. And beautiful. it spreads out some of the, frank, frankly, the burden that exists. And I'm not talking about the physical burden or the financial Just burden. The I'm really talking about the psychological, yeah. emotional burden of mm-hmm. being a parent. You're on, you know. All the time. To your point earlier, you can't, not only can you not return them, <laughs> Once, once you're there, it's it keeps going. You're in the race, and you can't stop. There's no break. There's no. There's no. Okay, I'm going to take time off here from parenting. They and, literally had the commercial that dads don't get days off and moms don't get days off. Right. So it's like you don't get to do the sick day. It was like a Nyquil commercial, I right. think. But like yeah. you don't, you don't get to do sick days. So you don't get to walk into the toddler and say, "Hey, Bobby." I'm going to have to take a day off tomorrow. Dad's got a cold. I'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> just, we don't have those That's options it. as yeah. parents. Whether, no matter how you feel or what's going on, you got to keep it going. Right. So, yes, it does, it does help a lot to have family, to have network, to have support, and certainly to really have thought out. If you're going to become a parent, that both of you are really honest about the fact that this is, this is the journey you want to go on. Right. <sighs> we come we come so quickly to the end of what could be a, <laughs> and often is a conversation that we want to continue yep, but, of a lifetime but, <laughs> but we are where we are and so maybe we'll take this up again another uh, another episode but for today that's another episode of love life and uh, we thank you for for your uh, patience and for your loyalty as listeners and uh, we want to thank you uh, we want to thank uh, Kamaria, uh, our producer, Todd, our recording engineer. If you'd like to write to us about this episode or any other, you can do so by writing to Alvian at lovelife.digital. Or Doug at lovelife.digital. And we will be back with you next week. Take care.